Blog Talk Radio. Greetings all and welcome to Getting Loopy. Tonight is July 23rd, 2018. Where has the summer gone? Join us every Monday night for a little loopy fun. Uh, What's going on in the world? Well, most of you are getting ready to go to the Chainlink Conference in Portland, Oregon this week. And I'm very sad that I won't be joining you on the one hand. On the other hand, holy Pete, it's good to be home for a while. After all the exciting traveling I have done this year, it's very nice to be in my new little house and trying to do things like hang curtains and unpack the yarn. My guys, I just keep giving away yarn and and getting rid of yarn and sorting out the yarn. And every time I open a box, it's more yarn. And um, I have this theory that once I figure out where it should all go, that my life will be organized and wonderful, and you know what? I just can't figure it out. So now, um, in the current iteration, we have basically a spin right brown room, <laughs> which is all the yarn for the work I do for Peyton's and Burnett and Karen and all that kind of stuff. Um, so that at least is sorted out, but that's the yarn that never stops coming. <laughs> because I work on their videos, so a new box comes every month, so I keep sorting through that. Um, What else is going on? So everybody who's going to Chainlink, everybody who's going to CGOA, please have the most wonderful time you can have, and take a class for me. And um, I was talking to my good friend Kathy Lashley from uh, Elk Studios, who was on a couple of weeks ago, and I said, hey, you guys are going to have to... uh, FaceTime me from the bar at night, tell me what's going on so I don't miss all the gossip. And she wrote, she texted back, nope, comma, evidence, exclamation point. So, um, you know, much like Vegas, what happens at Chainlink stays at Chainlink. So everybody who's going should have a wonderful, wonderful time. If you're not going and you're sad and you're home like me, there is a new free pattern on the blog this week. It is called the Rustic Diamonds Scarf. And there is, of course, a video to support it. It's one of those stitches that's really not hard to learn, but it's one of those that when you read the text, you have no idea (laughs) what they're talking about. And we always say that 80% of crochet is knowing where to stick the hook. So check the pattern out. It was supported by Premier Yarns, and it is in their puzzle, which is a bulky weight, long, slow, repeat colorway, which as longtime fans of mine know, those long, slow colorways are my very favorite. Um, so it's very simple stitch pattern, but again, it'll be new to your bag of tricks. So please check that out on the blog, hookforlifepublishing.com slash blog. And, uh, you'll see all the other free patterns are on there too, but that one, um, is new today. So, um, I encourage you to check it out. And of course you can add it to your queue or your favorites on ravelry.com and, um, you know, blah, 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 the usual. So... Tonight we have Judith McKay, but Judith is promoting the Lancaster Fiber Fest, and I know that you've heard me talk about it, and you've heard Tamara Kelly talk about it when she was on recently, because we will both be there, as will Jesse Rayot and Melissa Leapman on the yarn side of things. Now, this is a first-time event, and it is in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. It's coming up in the middle of August, and uh, let's see if we can get Judith on the air to talk about... Um, why the show is the way it is, which is very cool because it's multi-crafty. And then I have some news about some make-a-takes that I'm going to be doing that we just got organized today. Judith, are you there? I am here. Hello. Welcome to Getting Loopy. Yay. 
guests. So we're always happy to have new people on the show. Thank you. I'm so, very, very happy to be here. Now, our um, our traditional first question I'm going to ask you, because I don't know the answer. Um, I know that you can crochet. I know it is not your primary form of expression that you are gifted in many things, but especially needlepoint and embroidery. But when did you learn to crochet and who taught you? Because I feel like I have to ask you because we ask everybody this question. Okay. Well, my mother taught me. And my mother was very crafty, but very busy because she had four children. But um, every summer when we would drive her crazy, she would make us learn something new. So one (laughs) summer, she taught me how to crochet. And I can't tell you how old I was. I would think I was probably in about third or fourth grade. So, Wow. And then is that when you discovered that you have a wool allergy? <laughs> no, no, I knew that long, long before. Which <laughs> we were probably crocheting with acrylic. So, yeah. That's, I don't that's think mom, possibly. Yeah, I don't think mom had a lot of wool. We certainly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So um, you have been working to put this event together for, gosh, close, probably over a year now. Um, take this in the spirit in which it was meant, but man, what possessed you <laughs> to take on a show? I mean, it's one of the things that's interesting to me about the show is that it has so many areas that people can come and take a Zentangle class and a quilting class and a rug hooking class and a crochet class and a knitting class and the, and the make and takes are sort of covering the gamut. But um, why was it important to you that the show be multi-crafty as opposed to just focused on one area of fiber craft? Well, I, there's a couple answers to that. The first answer is I think so many of us that do fiber crafts are multi-crafty. I know that you're multi-crafty, and I'm sure many of your listeners are as well. So that was the first thing. I, I think it's fun to have the opportunity to play with different fibers or to, with different um, things that maybe you wouldn't get the chance to. It's hard to go into a store, and they don't let you play that much usually. Uh, but... Uh, if you will come to the Fiber Festival, then there will be times for you to play. So one of the, the aspects of it is that uh, we're having a knit and crochet clinic with Tamara Kelly and multiple other friends. Um, so her, one of the things you can do there is ask questions and, and get some help if you get stuck on a project. But the other reason that you might want to come there is that you'll be able to try a few different types and a few different brands of hooks or a few different brands of needles and different brands of yarn. You know, you know, it's a, it's a short test, but it's a way for you to play with things to see if you like the feel of it, if you like the way it looks when you're crocheting with it. The, well, no, the other really interesting point, because a, a lot of, of vendors, when they sell stuff, they want you to try but, you know, they don't have the real estate necessarily to make it so that you can play and play and play. Do you know what I mean? They want you to try their products and see that you might like them 
But um, for retailers, you know, that this is their living, every inch of that booth has to be, you know, right. burning its keep. So it's it's very cool. And you have one or two make-and-take booths. You have a, a fair amount of space, if I recall. Yes. Um, one of the things that was important to me was to have the space for people to take a break. I, I want to, and there's a couple of reasons for that, not for nothing. You want them to be able to spend the day in the exhibit, the vendor hall and feel like there's a reason to do so. Obviously uh, real estate is expensive and the vendors do um, put a lot of effort into getting there and to, you know, to dealing with all of the, excitement of traveling on on the road and some of these people this is their life they go from show to show to show so that's I find fascinating that's my next job grow up is to go (laughs) on the road for show to show to show I'll be living in a little caravan and driving around the country but anyway um, so yes that opportunity to be able to try different things uh, I think it's really important. I think it's important to us as crafters. I think it's important to us. Whatever your passion is, the ability to try something new is great. There will be vendors that have demonstrations in the booth. And as you've already mentioned, we're kind of developing. We're still working on it, but there's a pretty nice uh, make and take schedule that's being developed. And uh, the other reason of having everybody together at once. When you look at some of the other shows that are out there, like the different quilt shows, and there are, of course, wonderful yarn shows out there, they're now inviting other types of crafts to join them. So a lot of the yarn shows are inviting quilters and sewers to come, and then the quilters are inviting the yarn people to come. And that's all well and good, but I thought, why not really drive yourself crazy and get everybody <laughs> together at once and, and do it as the, as the first shot out and, you know, see how it goes. And the uh, event is in scenic downtown Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Um, one of the yes. things I always look forward to when I visit Lancaster is going to lunch at the, uh, Red, I always say the Philadelphia name, Central Market, which is right across the yes. street from the hotel. So we are having the show at the Marriott, um, and I have attended shows at that Marriott before AQS is there, a um, quilt show is there. Um, it's a really cool venue, and it's very cool to have lots of classes, but um, in addition to having very nice amenities in the hotel itself, it's really kind of cool to be in Lancaster, where I don't know what that noise was. <laughs> But okay. Um, it's really cool to be in Lancaster because not that we ever want you to leave the show floor, but you know, we're, we're only open till what, six. So <laughs> there are other things to do in town. A lot of places um, that have conventions like this, there's nothing really close that you would actually want to do. Um, so <laughs> I, I, but it's cool that we're right in Lancaster. There's, all kinds of things to do. There are places to go and eat that are wonderful. There's a really cool coffee shop right across the street, you know, and again, in addition to the stuff that's in the hotel, which of course the hotel would like us to support, but um, (laughs) there's a lot of stuff to do and see in Lancaster on the spare 10 minutes that you're not on the show for. So um, that's a pretty cool thing too. And also the show, Oh, go ahead. 
I was going to just say, uh, Forbes magazine just voted Lancaster one of the 10 cities you must see this summer of 2018. So here's the perfect reason to come and see the city and to go to the Fiber Festival. In addition, uh, as you mentioned, the Central Market is the oldest continuous market in the United States. It was established in the 1700s. And the city of Lancaster was established in 1729, I believe. So it's a really old city. It's a very cool city. And it is so, so easy to get there. That's what I like about it. Within two hours, you can be in Philadelphia, Baltimore, Washington, D.C. So if you're close to any of those things, places, you you are close to Lancaster. And within three hours, you can grab that train from New York City and be here. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful area, very rural uh, it's the largest Amish community in the United States. So you can see horse and buggies and all kinds of cool things. So that's my little plug for Lancaster. Again, I agree. We want everybody to be in the convention center, but you do have to eat dinner and you might want to leave by then. <laughs> we closed. Well, the other thing I was going to just mention, um, a lot of shows are Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but this one is Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So if you are coming into town for the show, I highly recommend that you spend Sunday exploring the city and finding some cool things to do before you go home on Sunday night, because um, then we're not taking you off the show floor, right? <laughs> That's great. That's a great idea and a great observation. So let's talk about, um, well, first off, there's classes. There's I, I happen to know a couple of people are teaching classes like me. Um, yes. I'm, I'm on the website trying to, oh. The website is LancasterFiberFestival.com. Um, I was looking to see what I was teaching because I don't remember because I'm a horrible human being. But um, the uh, no, you're a human being. I don't find you at all horrible. Oh well, thank you. But um, I get confused with one event to the next. Uh, the first person who is teaching, of course, is Melissa, Melissa Leitman. She's sort of the uh, anchor of the knitting and crochet. Um, area of things, although it looks to me, is she teaching all knitting? I think she's teaching all knitting. Knitting. All classes that she's teaching are knitting. All right. So that'd be cool for the knitters. I will be there with Tunisian Crochet Basics, which is suitable for both knitters and crocheters. And then Tunisian Crochet Lace. Now, I have been noticing on the convention circuit recently that um, we're getting more and more people that learned Tunisian, whether from me or from another teacher, and now they want to move a little forward. So the Tunisian crochet lace class has been very, very popular, and that would be very cool. I'm also teaching uh, Grannies Outside the Box, which I just taught at the Houston Fiber Festival, in which we're going to make a triangle and rectangle and other kinds of shapes in granny stitches, and that's a lot of fun. And then um, I'm also teaching my two-color crochet, one color at a time. Now, that, again, is for a crocheter who's confident at basic stitches but wants to move on to um, something more interesting. In that class, we teach one spike stitch, one reversible shell, one overlay, and one post-stitch variation. And it's not just that you learn four stitches but also you learn one of each of those styles of stitches. So as you move on in your crochet career, um, if you're presented with one of those stitches, it will be more familiar. I see Jesse Rayot 
uh, from Jesse at Home, who, by the way, will be on the show. She'll be on Getting Loopy in just a couple of weeks, doing a show of her own. Uh, Jesse's teaching crochet cables, and also um, um, knitted knitted joiners. So she's got the. I'm sorry, you're breaking up. Can you say it one more time? I said she's also teaching knit join as you go. Yep. Jesse, yep. and, and then, then it looks like crochet triangles. Yes. Yes. She, she has three. And then Heather Zepetti, uh from Stitch Sprouts, who is a good friend to me in getting loopy. She's teaching entrelock knitting, uh, beginning brioche knitting, and design your own lacy shawl in knitting. Now, again, if you go to the classes page and scroll down, there's all kinds of other stuff going on. There's quilting, um, a lot. It looks like a lot of quilting. And uh, Judith, what else is interesting? Well, um, weaving is is getting a lot of interest. I've been very excited with that. Pam Ellenberger from uh, who has an alpaca farm, so we know she's got to be very cool. Um, she's <laughs> teaching a weaving class and it's done so well the first day that we've added a second day on Saturday, which I'm excited about. Uh, but other oh, cool. things, uh, Michelle Mays coming from your hometown from Wilmington and she's teaching uh, hand applique, wool on wool applique. And her stuff is so beautiful. Yeah. I, she just blows me away. She's got, Three different classes, three different days. Uh, one is called Peter's Pumpkin. One is called Heartfelt Notes. And one is called the Beekeeper's Pin Cushion. And it, again, she, her stitching is gorgeous. She adds beads and other decorative elements. And I will say that one of the things, like while knitting and crocheting are certainly the biggest attended classes and have gotten the most interest, the second category that's been exciting to watch is the embroidery classes. Um, P.R. Hurst, who, whose name happens to be Penny, but Penny Hurst is coming from uh, Texas. She lives outside of Houston, and she's got six classes, uh, one on ribbon embroidery, one on crazy quilting the blocks, and one on crazy quilting the embellishment. Um, Penny is probably one of the finest embroiderers I've ever seen. Her work is meticulous and beautiful and really, really creative. And I'm a big fan of Penny Hearst. And then we I have also some mix. Jump in here, uh, just jump here briefly, you guys. I have met Michelle May because once we found out that we were teaching at Lancaster together, we went and had coffee because she lived just a few miles from me and we had never met. And I got to meet Penny, uh, attended the Houston Fair. Um, they're both really interesting women, and I would highly recommend, again, taking a class. And for those of you that have only ever gone to knit and crochet shows before or crochet shows before, take this opportunity to try something else. But, again, I've seen Penny's work in person, and I've seen Michelle's work in person, and I've met both of those ladies, and they're pretty cool, and I think that those are classes that you guys specifically might really like. Okay, Judith, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. That's okay. And you know some of the other teachers. Carol Porter is coming, and you know her. Uh, yes, and a lot of you to... guys will know Susan Sullivan, who used to, uh, she's a past president of the Crochet Guild of America. Now, Susan, interestingly enough, is teaching counting cross stitch and uh, mono printing and uh, decoupage. 
So Susan has gotten, uh, she's gotten her general craft on, and I'm very excited to see her uh, reach out and do some other things. But Susan is a known quantity to a lot of you guys, so it would be very cool if you're coming to take some crochet classes with me or with Jesse to uh, reach out there and uh, support Susan as well. That would be pretty cool. And then uh, Joellen Matthews is one of the other teachers. She's coming from Florida, and Joellen is doing some of our mixed-media classes. So she's Mm -hmm. doing class on mono printing and then the basics and then mono printing beyond the basics. But one of her classes that I think is so cool is the uh, fabric and paper journal. So if you're doing, if you're interested in journaling, if it's something that you find of interest, um, she has a class that puts together paper and fibers. And again, I think her techniques are beautiful and uh, I think that's going to be a very fun class. And then to get back well, on the Lancaster thing, if I'm, I'm sorry, did you I? You're okay. good. Uh, you're good, you're good. Um, the, we have some classes that are just so fitting to be in Lancaster. So we have a punch needle rug class, a woman uh, who is from Lancaster itself, Louise Culp, is teaching uh, this really lovely small mat so it's five inches by eight inches but in that small amount of space you will learn how to do lines straight lines curved lines how to change colors are you still there okay and then the be quiet and let you talk (laughs) they listen to me every week ah okay um so the other one that is very uh, much a lancaster class Lynn Summer and Jim King are co-teaching a class. So Lynn is doing the morning session, which is fractor painting. And fractor painting is a Pennsylvania German traditional folk art painting that contains a uh, alphabet, but it also contains this beautiful folk art style, a lot of birds, a lot of angels. Uh, beautiful it's just a beautiful thing and then uh, Jim King is actually a woodworker so the afternoon session will be after you've painted a five by seven painting in your morning class you will have your lunch and then go visit Jim King and he will teach you how to traditional German or it's perhaps not just German, but it's traditional wood graining techniques. And these were the graining techniques that sometimes they would do with feathers or with really, uh, probably really smelly, caustic (laughs) chemicals, but he can do it all with acrylic. And so you're safe and you'll have lots of fun and you get that same beautiful look of that uh, wavy grains that are, I just, it's, again, it's very traditional to the area, but I think it, it fits so well, whether you like modern things or traditional things. There's just a lot of appeal to this. It's, it's really beautiful. So I'm very excited to have them. We have another painting class, uh, Linda Poole, who teaches nationally as well. Uh, she's doing two painted fabric classes. So on a Friday, there's the Monarch Butterfly. And on Saturday, she calls it a feathered friend, which, of course, is a bird. But um, it's fabric painting with ink tents, 
pencils and other types of pencils that uh, she will teach you how to make it look spectacular. And you don't, for some of these classes, including Susan Sullivan's class, one of the cool things about that is that you don't have to be necessarily a great artist to do it. You have to be willing to try something. And if you're willing to try, you will get a beautiful, beautiful result. Well, speaking of beautiful results and things you can take home, uh, let's talk <laughs> about the Make and Take schedule because Tamara Kelly is doing three projects, yes? Yes. I believe she's doing uh, Barrett. Oh, the other thing I want to point out about the Make and Takes before we get too far, and I'm only saying it now so I don't forget, um, these are all um, – all the make and takes, we've worked really hard to make sure that there are some that are suitable for all ages. So if you're bringing your kids or your grandkids mm-hmm. or your neighbors or your nieces or whatever you're bringing, um, there's stuff here that, uh, I, I mean, not teeny tiny children, obviously, but um, a, a, one of the things I like about shows like this is, you know, you have uh, teens and tweens that are sort of deciding whether they want to be interested in the maker culture or not. So there's plenty of stuff there that they can do. Um, do you know what Tamara's doing off the top of your head? Because I have already forgotten. <laughs> doing a finger knitting make and take, and she's putting your book out while she uh, does it. You're teaching at that oh. time, unfortunately. Oh, yes. yes. Yes, I am. Okay. Um, but yeah, and then, um, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so she's also doing a metallic thread card, uh, make and take. So Krynek threads, which I hope many of your viewers or listeners rather, um, know are the beautiful, uh, metallic threads and silk threads, mostly metallic, but made in Parkersburg, West Virginia. So they're American made. One of the threads they came up with is a, uh, an eighth of an inch, wide and a 16th of an inch wide braid but what is makes this very cool is that it's iron-on braid so if you ever do excuse me paper crafts or things like that pardon me um and you want a little bit of glitter a little bit of uh metallic on your work uh this is a really easy way to do it because you don't need the glue you just iron it on. So Tamara's doing a metallic thread card make and take. And then that's on Friday. Uh, She's doing a dream catchers make and take with uh, red heart yarn and uh, embroidery hoops. Uh, Embroidery hoops from red heart. Also red heart has supplied that as well. So we thank them. Yes. And then she's doing something with barrettes, I think, and pom-poms. Pom-pom barrettes are on Saturday. All right. And I just found this out today, you guys. So this is new news. Um, We'll have to speak to Judith later about what is being scheduled. But um, I spoke to our good friends at Plaid today, and they are going to sponsor two make-and-takes that I'm going to do. One, we are going to make some paper beads. Um, We're going to roll them up on, on toothpicks and use Mod Podge to glue them, and I also will probably steal some very cool metallic thread from Krynik and wrap them around my beads, but that's a fun thing that we're going to do on one day, and on another day, um, Plaid is also supplying us with their three-dimensional wooden butterflies, 
And uh, I'm told they're a little big for a pin, but they're sending us a selection of brushes and a selection of plaid paints. And you can stop by and work with me and paint yourself a little 3D butterfly and take it away. You can um, put a, you know, put a string on it or a piece of yarn so you can hang it as an ornament. Or um, a couple of that I have seen somebody glued a clothespin to the back of it and used it for, you know, note cards and stuff like that, which I also thought was pretty clever. Uh, but I just worked all that out with Plaid this afternoon, and I'm delighted that they will be sending us some toys to play with. And then I'm going to do on the stage, I'm going to do a demonstration about arm knitting, because if, if Tamara's doing finger knitting, I have to do arm knitting. <laughs> of course, I can't let her steal all of my thunder. Um, but I'll do that as a demo. So um, when I am not teaching, I'll be out on the show floor, and I promise to help Tamara in the uh, drop-in and ask your questions booth. In case, in case she got a, a, she is a good knitter, but not an advanced knitter. So I promised her I would help her out if she got any knitting questions that stumped the band. And again, Susan Sullivan will be there, and Carol Porter. Uh, Jesse Rayot, me. Um, I did want to uh, convey regrets. I know that Charles Voss, who is a good friend of the show and a good friend of mine, was advertised as coming. Unfortunately, many of you don't know this. He is a university professor. And something uh, came up at the university that same weekend, and he tried to get out of it saying he had a previous commitment, and they were not going for it. So uh, Charles will not be joining us at Lancaster Fiber Festival, but no one is more disappointed about that than he is. He's very sad. Uh, but he did want me to pass on to you guys that it was, it was work-related. Not, he wasn't ditching us. He just, he just got work-related. So, um, well, yeah, so sorry, the cool things about I'll... make and take, you make them and you take them. You know, you can come and you can do a project and you can get your hands on some of these products and tools and things and then, you know, take it home with you when you go. And that's a cool thing, too. A lot of times, particularly those of us that are focused on the yarn crafts, you know, you take a class with me, you take it. You're not taking a thing home. You know, you're taking a practice swatch because you've been working on the swatch for you know, the three hours of class. So I think it's kind of fun to be able to go home and go, hey, I'm, I made a barrette. Hey, <laughs> I made a, you know, I made some beads, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. It's very cool to, um, you know, have a thing, a completed project. And that's something I noticed with the embroidery too. Again, I, I know I'm pushing Michelle May, but oh my gosh, I just think her wool work is unbelievable. And if I had time in my schedule, that would be the class that I would be taking is the one with Michelle. That beekeeper's pin cushion is just staggeringly beautiful. And I wish I could take it. I'm going to have to try and talk her into showing me how to do it uh, here in town one day. So can we talk well, a little bit about... Oh, go ahead. I think we all have that issue. I think there are so many cool classes and so many cool things going on that many of us felt we were sorry we were actually going to have to work for this. <laughs> now let's talk about the marketplace. So uh, Tamara Kelly will be doing a book signing for her book and a lot of my books will be there. And um, the Lancaster Fiber Festival itself is having a, an event store. So things that you might be interested in because you met a teacher or saw a demo or did a make and take um, those things will be available to the event um, at the event store. And our dear friend, Andrea, who many, many of you know for running my booths over the year at CGOA, Spring Splendor, one of the OG loopy groupies, uh, Andrea is going to come and help out 
at the event store, so a lot of you will want to stop in and say hi to Andrea. But it's cool that um, places to um, you'll be able to see you'll be able to get the stuff that people are talking about because that is an issue. A lot of places, you know, many times teachers don't sell their own products in a class because you don't want it to look like a three-hour infomercial for their product. But it is cool that related stuff. So Tamara is doing her finger knitting demo. If you want my book on finger knitting, you can get it at the event store. Tamara will be selling, uh, signing her book. Am I signing anything? I might be signing something. Who knows? I will get there and do what I'm told as I so often do at many of these events. I just go and I get the schedule. Um, We have about 10 minutes left, you guys. If you have any questions, call us, 646-787-8510. That's 646-787-8510. So what else is in the marketplace, Judith, besides the wonderful uh, event store? I know that you have a lot of vendors, and I know that you have um, big representation for some of the craft skills, which I also think is pretty cool. So what can we find in the marketplace? Well, in the marketplace, there are some terrific vendors. There's quite a few yarn people, which is, of course, I think of premier interest to your listeners. Um, And they are coming from as far away as Oregon and as close as around the corner, basically. Um, But we have uh, a wide range of products, including so there'll be lots of different threads. Uh, there's cross stitch. There is uh, Valdani threads. There are woolens and wool threads. Krynic threads will be there. We have a very cool new store in Lancaster called Lancaster Creative Reuse. And it is a store that will take people When we get to that point, I know it's hard to get to, but when we get to that point where we just can't bring another piece of craft material into our house, in Lancaster, (laughs) we can take it, Lancaster Creative Reuse, and um, we donate it to them. They sell it to other people at a very reduced price, and then all the profits of their operation go to help educational craft programs for young people in Lancaster County. So that's a very cool thing. We have several guilds. The guilds make gorgeous, gorgeous quilts that they do to raise money for their charity project. So you can buy usually the uh, quilt raffles that they sponsor are something like a dollar a piece for a ticket. And then if you win, you win this incredible quilt. So that's a very cool thing. We have the Landis Valley Museum. The Landis Valley is a local museum. They uh, brought a number of historic houses, and so it's become basically a living history museum. You can go to Landis Valley. You can learn a lot of things about the different uh, lifestyles that were in from the 17 to uh, 1800s in Lancaster, um, Lancaster County. So we have, uh, I, I'm always worried I'm going to say this wrong, Yakaheni Yarns, they're uh, from the Pittsburgh area, Twisted Yarn Fiber and Fiber Bags and Notions, Toad Hollow is a wonderful yarn company, Spotted You Fibers, and a, a couple of things will be made, so you can find perfect gifts here too. Certainly at Landis Valley, they sell more 
made objects, but handcrafted and many from the Lancaster uh, County. Uh, a new vendor just signed up uh, yesterday was, is called Simply Nature Designs. And what she does is make trees out of sisal, or I think that's right, sisal? I don't know if it's sisal or sisal, to be honest, but I know what you mean. It's that hempy stuff, right? That hempy stuff. And her <laughs> stuff is just gorgeous. And so she will be there. She has a product that she has made. And one of the other things which I think is very cool about all of this is, which we added in the vendor hall. So all of the things we've talked about except for the classes are with the teachers from from away, from either local or regional teachers, and of course, lovely teachers like you. But also in the vendor hall is a event stage. So there's an event store and there's an event stage. And the stage has uh, 15 to 20 minute lectures or demonstrations. So they're every half hour. So 10 o'clock, 10.30, 11, 11.30, Etc. And on that, we have, again, a pretty wide range of very interesting things. So Carol Porter is going to do uh, a talk on needle felting and demonstrate how you do needle felting on wool applique. Uh, Joe Fleming, who is the owner of Simply Nature Design, she's going to talk about how you make those trees and a little bit about sizzle or sizzle, um, the way... <laughs> whatever it is. So uh, uh, Tracy and um, Kitty from One of a Kind, their booth is that. They'll be doing uh, talks on Rose Shark card printing, uh, paper bead making also, but a different way than you do it. Um, Kathy Dunkel is from the Lancaster Modern Quilt Guild. She'll be talking about what actually makes a quilt modern which I think will be very interesting. Also, recently added, uh, I'm pretty excited that we got this guy, Joe uh, Grisbicki, and I hope I said his name right. He is a licensed massage therapist. He's, he's very well known, again, in this area. So I asked him to come and do a talk, and he's kind enough to do it, about the kind of injuries that one gets from crocheting, from repetitive strains. <laughs> because I think he has some very cool tips on how to avoid this. Or if it happens, what you should do that doesn't require necessarily putting your crochet hook away. I was for say, more God knows none of us are going to stop. <laughs> yeah, we knew that. I know that. He knows that. I told him. Uh, Tamara okay. is going to be doing a, a how to use a swifter and yarn winder. Um, she's, uh, we have a button lady coming. Uh, so that's, yes. again, there's so many things that are coming in and things are changing every day. And while he's not on my list, Doug Krynick just signed up to do a talk on, I think it's on Friday, um, about braiding and, and using trims, which makes perfect sense. Susan Sullivan Guys, has I a book out. Tell you, I just out of not out of nowhere um a few years ago judith was at the aqs show and and i i helped her out with this one thing doug because he mills in the united states 
he winds up with all these ends of of all his beautiful metallic things, and so he sent Judas a he calls it a box of bits, and it was about a stove sized box full of random stuff. And Judith sold the, you know, sold you a quart Ziploc bag for $10 and whatever you could get in it, you know, that's what you got for your $10 as long as you could close the bag. You had to be able to close the bag, but you can stuff it as full as you want. I have to tell you, I had more fun at that show watching people because at first they're being all very delicate and quiet and, you know, poking through the box to see if there's anything they want. By the end, there were probably six or eight people who were sort of head first. <laughs> pulling out stuff and showing it to each other and stuffing their boxes and guys came in that did fishing and they needed the thread for their fishing lures and it was just possibly one of the funniest things I've ever seen at a quilt show so I'm assured that Doug will have a box of bits in yeah. his booth and I'm, <laughs> I personally am very much looking forward to this because I think it's hilarious <laughs> and if you would like to see what a box of bits looks like Go on Lancaster uh, Fiber Festival on our Facebook page. I just posted a picture of the box of bits on that Facebook page, and it has a picture of Mary Beth Temple's hand because you were there. Oh, I was just going to say, I think I took that picture. But (laughs) Um, so we are we are running out of time. Let's talk. Okay, so LancasterFiberFestival.com is the website where yes. you can still order class. How late can they, or I know that Michelle, for example, you have her classes cutting up on July 31st. So if you want Michelle's class and I believe me, you do, uh, you want to get that sooner rather than later. Um, so they can still get classes and tickets online tickets to the show floor. Yes, they can. And there we have three different, uh, ways to get tickets, meaning there's a one-day pass, which is $12, a two-day pass, which is 20 and a three-day pass, which is 28 And um, you, I'm sorry to kind of spring this on you because we didn't really speak of it, but you will, you may give away, if you would like, I can give away some free admissions and a class or two. So a one or two, or I'm sorry, a two or three-hour class uh, but Mary Beth, you have to figure out how they can get these gift certificates. Nothing like that... uh, letting me know ahead. I'm really time. sorry. Um, no, it's fine. I just every all of the old Loopy groupies are laughing because when I brought getting Loopy back this year, I said the one thing I'm not doing anymore is giveaways. Giveaways are a pain in my butt. But for you, for you, I'll do giveaways. So let's. Um, you can email. Let's promise. It's an email. Oh, gonna punch you in the head. So let's do this. We are going to give away, um, let's say, how, how many market passes do you think, Judith? Uh, well, how, how, how many, many market passes would you like to give away? Generally, I give away uh, three to five, depending on the group. But for you, I would certainly for do me, all right. six. So five, <laughs> five people are going to get market classes, and we're going to give one class away your choice so to enter this contest you're going to have to do it right now no you're not um we're going to give you oh and there's the (laughs) british lady talking over me i hate when she does that okay so here's the thing guys getting loopy 2.0 at gmail.com send an email to getting loopy 2.0 at gmail.com and judith i think can we give them two weeks 
sure. we can give the sure. And so on August sixth, on August sixth, on Getting Loopy, Jesse Rayot is going to be on from Jesse at home, and she will also be joining us at Lancaster Fiber Festival. So how about you have until? Um, let's give me some breathing space. So you have until noon Eastern time, August 6th, to send an entry. You just have to send an email. We used to do secret words and uh, who cares? I'm not going through all that. And what we will do is um, Jesse and I will announce the winners on the show on August 6th. And then those five people that have won market passes and the one person that wins the class we will be in touch then to let you know how to redeem your gift certificate. Does that sound reasonable, Judith? That sounds That's okay, yeah? Great. Sounds great. Okay, so Thank guys, you. go to LancasterFiberFestival.com, check it all out, and email gettingloopy2.0 at gmail.com before noon Eastern on August 6th. And then Jesse and I will come up with some interesting way to give away the prizes when she is on the show on August 6th. Um, we were going to have a good time anyway, but this will make it even more exciting. Um, so that's cool. Thank you, Judith. That was very kind of you to do that. Um, I'm going to hang up on you and say goodnight to the people. <laughs> so do you want to say anything, Judith? Because I'm getting ready to mute you. <laughs> Cut. Come to Lancaster. Come play. We will have a wonderful time. This is going to be quite an adventure. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Mary Beth Temple, for having me. And we'll see you in Lancaster. Bye. Bye. All right. So um, the the thing, the point that I was trying to make, except I got so distracted by all the cool things that are going to happen at this show. I think the vibe of this is different. I think it's like come and hang out it's not competitive shopping and I mean it really just it's a place for learning but it's a place to hang out you know go to the museum booth come hang out with Tamara you know come take a make and take take a 20-minute lecture of course we want you to take classes I particularly want you to take classes because I always like my classes to be full but um, I, I think that Judith can pull this off I think it's going to be a really cool thing and it's a first time show and we really like to support the new people and the new shows and the stuff like that uh, because you know they only get better but I love the idea of coming and spending the day and hanging out not like all I'm going to do is shop or all I'm going to do is take 1200 classes and I'm going to run around and I'm going to be all stressed. And I'm going to have to make sure, you know what I mean? It, the, the vibe of this is very community oriented. And I think that's pretty cool. So one more time, um, enter by sending an email to getting loopy, G E T T I N G L O O P Y two dot O at gmail.com before August 6th at noon Eastern. Please, guys, don't enter unless you can actually come. The event is the 16th to the 18th. But, again, go to Lancaster Fiber Festival. All right? And we will let you pick the class, and we will uh, come up with five market passes. So I'm going to head out. I do not have a guest next week. I'm going to just have to see how life goes. We have Jesse on August 6th. And then on August 20th, which is after the Lancaster Fiber Festival, we have uh, Ray Blackledge from Premier is coming on because Premier is launching a new 
yarn that is aimed specifically at crocheters, and she wants to tell us all about it. Thanks so much for listening. As always, I'll talk to you next week. Good night. <laughs>